Welcome to the family with... Brant Bernard Rasmussen. Co-host, Catherine Brandt. Andy Brant Bernard. Paranormal pal, Dave Schrader. I like it. No, maybe Alex will show up, not just Brant Bernard. Yeah, maybe. The other <laughs> half of me will. We'll see. We'll see if she feels <laughs> like show it. Up. We'll be right back. We'll talk to Darren Envall coming up. Uh, the Midwest Boat and Sports Show. Darren Envall, VP of Midwest Boat and Sports Shows, director of this year's 2022 Northwest Sports Show. It is Thursday through Sunday, March 10th through the 13th at the Minneapolis Convention Center. We're going to hear all about it. KQ's got a great giveaway coming up, the whole shoot match. Darren will join us right after this with the family. Tommy, I never believed it until now, but apparently you're a pretty big deal. Was there ever a question in your mind? Well, you might say I was a doubting Thomas. See what I did there? Yes, how incredibly clever. Anyway, what's your point? Well, last month I was trying to find you a car to replace the Mafia Mobile and suggested leasing a Nissan Altima as it was impossible to find your first choice. I love that Altima, and I'm actually looking forward to checking out the all-wheel drive as soon as it's known. Well, apparently someone at Nissan was listening to us, and at this month, at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan, we can offer short-term 18-month leases. That's actually pretty smart. By then, the chip shortage will be over, right? Man, I hope so. The only chip shortage I want to hear about is Bilski dumping one into the bunker. <laughs> By the way, for the first time ever, Coon Rapids Nissan was number one in the state, and Burnsville was number two. Your Altima was actually one of the cars that put JLo on top. To learn more about short-term leasing, stop into Burnsville Nissan or Coon Rapids Nissan. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there, in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if i'm hanging out with you <laughs> uh, maybe <laughs> uh, okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant Hey folks, Brian Zepp here. Spring is gearing up, and if you're like me, you've already got the itch to hit the road. Make sure you and your motorcycle are ready with Dennis Kirk. Whatever you ride, Harley, Indian, metric cruiser, or sport bike, you'll find what you need at DennisKirk.com. They've got 160,000 parts and accessories in stock, clothing and helmets too. Order before 8 p.m. and they ship the same day. Plus, shipping is free for orders over 89 bucks. Get in gear and head to DennisKirk.com. Take it from Zepp. They ship today. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Darren Enball, our special guest, the Midwest Boat and Sports Show, Sunday, uh, Thursday through Sunday, March 10th through the 13th, Minneapolis Convention Center. A lot of great stuff going on there. Darren, how are you? I'm doing well, Tom. Thank you for having me on the, on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, it's a pleasure. As a matter of fact, the, the board, look, the sport, uh, the boat and sports show is a huge deal 
for all well the entire Midwest, but Minneapolis, St. Paul, it just it's that first sign. Because look, I mean, tomorrow morning when the morning show starts on KQRS, it's going to be four degrees. The very day the sports, <laughs> the Midwest Boat and Sports Show starts is going to be four degrees. So. It's that first shining light, that first indication that maybe it won't be four degrees as soon as, uh, you know, spring rolls around. It's a great timing. It is. It's great timing to start thinking of spring, you know, pick out your boat, dock, lift. You know, we got fish, fishing tackle, a lot of great travel resorts, ATV. So it, it is a great place to start uh, thinking about spring and uh, getting outside, getting outdoors. And that's at the Minneapolis Convention Center, correct? Correct. Uh, best thing to do is go to northwestsportshow.com. A lot of information on it, a lot of good information on the activities for kids. Uh, this year our main feature will be the Extreme Raptor Show, so you'll be able to see eagles, owls, falcons. Uh, Jonathan Wood does a great job of educating and entertaining kids um, with the, the Extreme Raptor Show. What's so interesting about this, Darren, is that over the years I've come and gone to the uh, – Midwest Boat and Sports Show. It, Minnesotans love their boats. There's no, there's no getting around that. It, are you having trouble? Are, are a lot of places having trouble keeping boats in stock? Because last year, I mean, Dan Chesky's a good friend of mine. He, the, people had a tough time keeping stock because they just those boats were flying out the door. They were. Um, the marine industry uh, was definitely a benefactor of, of COVID. You know, families were able to. Yeah collectively get together, spend time on the water, whether it was just boating or fishing. But uh, they found that it's a great way to get on water. So you're, you're right. It, it, it was, uh, there's a, there is a great surge with purchasing boats. And, and as you know, Minnesota, Tom, you're right. Uh, number one boat ownership per capita is right here in our state of Minnesota. Doesn't hurt that we have, what, 15,000 lakes in the state? That doesn't hurt at all, I would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> and then, as we know, we're all... Everybody's about 15 minutes away from getting on the water with the, with their boats too, so that's the other side of it too. Yeah, no question. When we, we Catherine and I moved to a smaller house because the kids, uh, you know, were married and have their own children, moved away, and all the rest of it, so we downsized. But we had a, a, a pontoon right there outside the the uh, back door of the house. We could walk down there, hop in that pontoon in the summertime, just cruise around the lake. And it's gotten to the point now, after a year or two, that uh, Catherine and I might have to look forward to getting a new boat and getting back out. Maybe, maybe put it out there on Pryor Lake or something. Catherine, what do you think? Sure. <laughs> hey, that was really hard hit, wasn't it, Darren? That was really hard hit. I don't right know there. anything about Pryor Lake, but okay. <laughs> Well, Catherine, it's a beautiful, beautiful lake right here in, uh, within the city limits. So it's it's it's, awesome. it's a great place to go out on and get on the oh. water. So. Just yeah, so it's fun. It, it is. It is myself getting on the water, and as we know, the Northwest Sports Show is the best place to be able to compare and shop products. You know, because you have all the major manu- fishing boat manufacturers as well as pontoon manufacturers all under one roof, so you can just you know walk you know feet away from each display to, to get an idea of what what is the best fit for your family. Yeah, no question. No, look, I, I got to mention something here. Unless, unless some you know somebody needs it or whatever i plan on the kq's giving away a 7500 hundred dollar can-am atv on saturday at the show with candace from the morning show and kq making an appearance saturday afternoon from noon to four or to, excuse me two to four that's unless of course i can you know sneak in and steal it and just take it over to my house what do you think it's only 7500 bucks uh, I mean, I, I, station. 
Yeah, thank you. JQ uh, is doing a fun promo. It, it's been a it's a fourth annual Bago tournament. So people are playing. Uh, four people will qualify to uh, play a Bago tournament. Candace is hosting it, so it's kind of fun. The winner of the Bago tournament will win the uh, seventy five hundred dollars ATV. So it's, it's fun to watch. A good good crowd will be down there um, watching and cheering their their favorite uh, participant in this Bago tournament. Catherine has a question. What's a bagel tournament? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot of different names for it, whether it's bagel, cornel, or bags. You know, it's where the, the, the bag, corn bags, where you, you toss and you try to put it on the board. You yeah. try to put it on the board or ultimately put it in the hole. Um, oh. So it's, uh, it's, a, it's a great backyard game. Uh, it, it's really caught on and became popular the last 10 years um, for, for people while they're camping or, or um, in their backyard. So we incorporated a, a tournament to do a giveaway, and, and this year we're giving away a Can-Am ETV. You know, I, like I, it. I think it's a personal shot, Darren, because uh, just last summer we were up at a friend's cabin up north with other friends, and uh, after we got back <laughs> home, I got a package in the mail with uh, one of those cornhole uh, boards. Only the hole was about 15 times bigger than normal because I suck so badly at that sport, I can't even tell you. I, I'm horrible at it. Now, honey, uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> you you do. No, you do suck. Yeah, it's true, Tom. Even my Good wife Tom. turns on. It was, it Tom, was, you it and was I have brutal. to join a cornhole team, and we'll uh, we'll go out and, and practice together. You you suck at it too. No, I'm okay at it. You're okay. I am not. I am really bad at it. All right, here, here it comes. Here's Catherine. <laughs> It was it was brutal. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. So I uh, can just uh, Darren right up front. I can kiss the seventy five hundred dollar Can Am ATV goodbye because there's no way I'm winning it. So <laughs> that's just the way it is. What I like about this, Darren, is that it, it's that you know we're on all my interviews now. What I'm trying to find, whether it's on the morning show or on this show, is a nice middle ground where people aren't just constantly annoyed by the news and the news is horrible and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, we talked about, uh, uh, you know, our previous guest, just uh, he's, his show starts again tomorrow night. It's fun to watch. It's entertaining. The Midwest Boat and Sports Show is coming up uh, tomorrow. It starts. These are all great signs. Do you... Look, I think the COVID thing looks to have waned to the point where people aren't terrified the way they were. Cause, and even though they were terrified, they, that, that was probably, as you said, good for boating because people wanted to get out on their boats by themselves away from other people. So it was probably good for the boating industry. But just to have these events like the Midwest Boat and Sports Show going on, it's just a great sign that maybe we can, maybe we can start living life again. I agree with that. Um, you know, collectively getting together, being able to spend time with outside of your own circle. So, you know, in January we had a boat show downtown Minneapolis at the Minneapolis Convention Center. It, it felt great. It felt great seeing the smiles on people's faces there. Mm-hmm. Whether they're dreaming about that bigger boat or or else they're searching for that boat for their family. So it, it is collectively great to be getting back together, getting some normalcy, normalcy getting together and, and uh Spending time with friends, you know, I, I've been doing this show since, since uh, 2004, so a lot of these uh, exhibitors have become my friends. So it, it's great. You know, we, we've talked a lot in the past two years, but we haven't collectively been together. So it feels good. It, it really feels good. And, and being able to talk uh, the outdoors, you know, predominantly fishing and, 
and hunting at this show in boating with with the display of boats, but if they're predominantly fishing boats or pontoons. There's, there are runabouts on display, so it, it, it is a it is great to get together and talk and, and look forward to the future of uh, normalcy. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a huge part. And boating, as we said in Minnesota, number one in the United States, boating is very, very important for normalcy in the Twin Cities. Well, not just Twin Cities, the entire state of Minnesota, the entire, you know, Minnesota, Wisconsin, the, the whole shooting match, a lot of a lot of lakes over there as well. It's just so nice to have people getting back together, going to look at these wonderful boats, just dreaming about the great time they could have with their family out there floating around on the lake, maybe most boats now have a barbecue on them, cook up a little dinner, have a beer, enjoy time with your family, isolated. It's just it's very, very exciting that that might only be, what, 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 what ice out is usually when, like mid-April, something like that? When do people get out on the, on the lake? Uh, the average date, um, Lake Minnetonka, I actually looked this up. It was April Good. 15th is the average ice out on, on Lake That's Minnetonka. Right. So right. this year probably will be right around that average time or maybe a little bit later because, you know, we, we, we're continuing to have the cold weather. Um, so so the ice, as we know, hasn't started to melt. But um, as we know, it can go fast between rain, wind, and, and some warm weather. But uh, April 15th, so, you know, we take a look at it as uh walleye openers the second week in May and the official, mm-hmm. I look at the official boating season begins on um, Memorial weekend. Yeah, Memorial weekend. That's, yeah, that's kind of when Minnesotans think, well, summer, even though it's not all that warm the last week in May and the first week in June, <laughs> we always look at that as, well, that's the beginning of summer now. Hey, it's, it's summer. Well, maybe on June 20th it'll be summer, but at least it's the beginning of summer, no question. Darren, is there a boat or a, a, a kind of boat that the beginner should go with because you don't want to ju- look a guy like me you don't want to jump into some big giant boat and think that you're all of a sudden the skipper and all the rest of it is there a type of boat you would recommend for a brand new boat or somebody that goes hey you know what i've been locked up in my house for two years because of covid i want to learn how to, how to drive my own boat i want to buy my own boat i want to go out in the lake and have a good time is there where should the average person start I would start at the, you know, we do have a display. It's called Fred Shed. There's some expert boating there, expert oh, okay. boaters there as well. People that talk about the maintenance, uh, they're unbiased. You know, they're not affiliated to, to any specific company. So they can really talk about it. But I guess in my view, um, you know, you, you take a look at the starter boat that most people go start out with is, is the small tiller. It's affordable. You know, you can, you know, kind of geared towards fishing um, as well as, you know, you can get a little bit more, um, elaborate not much more expensive but you can go to a starter uh what's considered a wheel boat you know it has a steering wheel on it uh also there's there's great entry-level pontoon boats that will be on display at the at the the northwest board show so so any of the three i would look at it as you know whether you want to start on a on a on a tiller low horsepower where you you know you can it, it would really be geared towards fishing but you can get a wheel boat a little bit more activities that you can do with it more convenient where you're able to fish as well as do some water sports and in pontoon, uh, as we know, great, great with water sports, great with spending time on a, on a big deck with family, friends, and good for kids, good for people that are a little bit older as well because of the flat. You know, flat so interesting. To walk on. So interesting because Alex brought up her daughter who will be six years old. I The picture on my phone, I just picked up my mm-hmm. phone and I looked at it, and the picture on my phone is 
Uh, Catherine sitting in the captain's chair that uh, we had a big pontoon. What was it, like 25 <laughs> feet long? Something like that. It was a monster. It was a gigantic pontoon. But there's Catherine sitting there in the captain's chair, and on her lap is our about three-year-old granddaughter at the time. And she's got both hands on the wheel. She's steering it. Jude, our dog, is down beneath their feet. I mean, it just says not only fun, but it just says family over and over and over. This is a says, huge family deal. It says summer, too. It says summer, mm-hmm. too, exactly. But... Darren, most of this stuff is about family, isn't it? It is. It is. It's just a great way um, to do the research on um, multiple things that you can do on the water. And, um, yes, I, you think of the best times as a kid growing up um, is spending time, whether it's just outdoors, whether it's camping, fishing, hunting, you know, in the memories that, like you, like you made a comment about, um, maybe they would have remember being on the pontoon, but you do remember getting yeah. on the water when, when your memory is able to do it. You always think of that, oh, my God, this is the time that I was able to get on the water. Yeah, no question about it. Dave, do you, do you guys do much boating? I am an avid I indoorsman. Do. I do. I do. Yeah, I'm an I'm an avid indoorsman. I'm uh, I, I gotta be, be, be honest with you. The outdoors is full of pointy, dirty, snaky things. So I'm not much uh, of that. But I, you know, my wife likes to go fishing from time to time. So uh, I put on the hazmat suit and stand next to her on the bridge while she fishes, and that's about the extent of it. But she, I, I know she wants a boat. She's been she's been talking about it for a while. So uh, we're we're looking at doing something here in the next year or so. Andy and Alex, what did you think? I mean, you guys obviously spent a lot of time on those boats. As a matter of fact, the first pontoon we bought, Darren, was uh, Catherine, named after Catherine. Her name shortened. One of Alex's friends named it Kathy's Party Barge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was Kathy's Party Barge. <laughs> so what do you, you miss the Party Barge, Catherine? Oh, it was fun, uh, especially when you turn on the music and the kids were dancing around oh god yeah the kids Mm -hmm. dancing on the deck of the boat that's the other thing these boats all have these wonderful sound systems in them whether it's you know cd player or dvd player i mean yeah cd players or or the radio or whatever the situation is it's just you get on a boat it's hard not to be in a good mood when you're on a boat i I can't imagine hopping onto a boat and being in a bad mood It's it's just a great time it's fun it is and talking about electronics, you take a look at the, the, the stereo system, you can also talk about the electronics that have gone into the boats, um, right. which you'll have some factory display people there where GPS, depth, water temperature, the structure on the bottom, you know, we'll have all the major electronic companies on site from Garmin, Lowrance, and um, Humminbird. It, it, it's just amazing, um, the technology, how far we've come in a short period of time. The, are people in general... What is that noise in the background there? Oh. I think Dave's eating lunch. Nope, not me. <laughs> Only Alex. No, it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> I like that Dave goes, nope, it's not me, Tom. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about, Bernard. <laughs> yeah, okay. You're not the popcorn king. Uh, you're not. You're not the. Oh, Darren, do you know that story? By the way, what he's just, was he's referencing the no, Car- the Carver County Fair many many years ago. This is when the Cakey Morning Show just blew up. Went from a five share to a thirty share as the highest rated show in America. And so they asked me to do an appearance out at the Carver County Fair. So this would have been about thirty five years ago, right? 
So there's a big sign, yep. Tom Bernard, appearing at the Carver County Fair this afternoon at 1 o'clock, be here, blah, blah, blah. So I get there, and the place is packed. I mean, they, he couldn't have gotten one more person in, in the, uh, the uh, theater section there. And I walk out on stage, and there's this very light, polite clapping. And I go, boy, that's weird. So I'm introduced here, Tom Bernard, ladies and gentlemen. I walk out on stage, and it's almost silent. And then it did go silent. And then about 10 seconds of silence, this old guy in the front row looks up at me and goes, you're not the popcorn king. <laughs> Apparently there's another Tom Bernard who sells popcorn, which I didn't know. But uh, they thought they were coming to see the popcorn king, and I screwed him over by being some radio disc jockey. <laughs> That's a good story, no question. So, uh, if people want to get, oh, no, I, I, I'm looking for the exact hours of the show. It is, uh, you know, it is Thursday through starting tomorrow, of course, March 10th, uh, Thursday okay. through Sunday, March 10th through the 13th. Uh, what hours uh, would be? When you know when you open, when you close, what time of day people should come? We do, yeah. Yeah, so I, my recommendation would be to visit NorthwestSportsShow.com to purchase your tickets, to get information, okay. including parking around the facility. Um, Thursday is Senior Day, so there's a, there's a $2 discount on purchasing tickets from the general mission of it. But we do open Thursday at 1 o'clock. We do go to 9 p.m. And then Friday we open at noon to 9. Saturday would be 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. And Sunday is 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. So that that's wonderful. So basically, nine or ten o'clock in the morning till mid to late afternoon, early evening. Correct. All four days. Correct. Correct. Yep. All and days. I'm telling all, you, all I've been. Days, yep, I've been there many, many times. You will have such a ball. You will see things. At least I did, Darren. I saw things at the Midwest Boat and Sports Show over the years that I just they, they amaze me. That whether it's the new I don't know some wave runner or it's a new. And a new dock system or whatever. All these new things appear. Is there something that really struck you as, my God, I, it's some new device that you can purchase as a boater that, that you were really knocked out by recently? I would, I'll have to go back to the marine electronics, you know, between Garmin and Loran right. and Humminbird. Right. But all, the three of them, you know, just reiterating that, you know, being able to, you know, GPS, you know, you're able to follow your, um, your path that you've taken to, to uh, a destination, you know, the water temperature, the structure, the depth. Right. It just, it truly, truly, you know, the, the clarity of being able to see the bottom of it. And it just really knocks your, your socks off with, with being able to see how far they've come to, you know, I think back of as a young kid, you know, the green box, uh, Lawrence. We've gone from the green box, Lawrence, that, that's almost like a, a needle that you, that on, on paper. And then now they have this like this the screen that is so clear, it it's amazing uh, to me. That that would be the biggest thing, as as well as the boating, the engines. You know, you look at how much more efficient the the major engine brands are. You know, the Honda, the Yamaha, Mercury, um, Suzuki. You know, the engines are so quiet. They're so much more efficient. You think back as a kid, you know, just uh, you know just the inefficiencies with it. But now you get into a boat. All of us right now could could be on a boat traveling at a great speed and, and be able to have a normal conversation because the technology of outboard motors are so great compared to what right. they were even less than 10 years ago. 
That is amazing. And uh, where can people go to buy tickets? You can go to northwestsportshow.com. Um, there's a there's a purchase link um, to buy a ticket. It, it gives you information on buying tickets uh, for the general mission as well as getting uh, tickets um, getting tickets for um, you know senior day. Um, so so in, all the information will be on northwestsportshow.com. Okay, I want to get this right because I just I did notice that, and I, I've been calling it the Midwest Boat and Sports Show because that's what it says on the uh, on the guest information. But it's actually the 2022 Northwest Sports Show. Is that correct? It is NorthwestSportsShow.com. Yeah, so Northwest yeah, Sports Show. Um, yep, and I'll make sure to get that. You know, take a look at that. Tom, I apologize that that our information got to you incorrectly. Oh, no, no, no. That's not. I just want to make sure I got it right for you because in the body it says the 2022 Northwest Sports Show. It's just in, in the, the pre-sell that it says Midwest Boat and Sports Show. I just you know, wanted to make sure that I got that right for you because it's a great time. I've been there many, many times. You'll have a great time. 2022 Northwest uh, Sports Show. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, all the hours will be posted up on our website. and You can check it out. Of course, you can go to the Northwest Boat Show website as well. And don't forget, KQ's giving away a $7,500 Can-Am ATV on Saturday at the show with Candace from the morning show, although I call her Cramden now because she reminds me of Jackie Gleason pissing and moaning all the time, you know. But anyway, uh, KQ making an appearance Saturday. Candace is making an appearance Saturday afternoon from 2 to 4. It is the 2022 Northwest Sports Show. Dan, uh, Darren, uh, seriously, it was great having you on. I learned a lot about boats today. Darren and Enval, we will talk to you soon, sir. We will. Thank you, Tom. And thank you, uh, uh, the rest of the group, too. I really appreciate Catherine and Andy. I appreciate you having me on the podcast. It's our pleasure. Thank you, Darren. <laughs> Dave, Alex, and I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, 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 I apologize that. I, you big I, baby. That's no intentions on that. I just, I, I just always think of it as the, it. the Bernard and Everybody Brown go family. to the Southeast Boat Show. Yeah. <laughs> North, not northwest, the southeast. Totally different. we got to take a break. Thank you again, Darren. We'll be back in a few minutes. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. I met the folks from Shift Real Estate last year on our way to Key West and loved their story. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees because they list for a flat fee of $5,000, and that includes photos, MLS listing, online marketing, and the assistance of a full-time realtor. Tell Shift about your home, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more. Shift Real Estate, the common sense way to sell your home. Visit shift2sell.com because life is expensive enough. And we are back with Stretch's picks. You know, Tom, uh, there's a lot of analysis that goes into these picks. Yeah. And uh, I highly recommend betting, of course. I always recommend betting. Yeah, absolutely. So who's winning this thing? The kitties, the pack, the bears, or the purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. I know, but it's a hell of an HVAC company. They do the most thorough system tune-up in the industry. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. It's also the smartest time to call and schedule your furnace tune-up with Sabre. Get the most thorough tune-up in the industry from the people who keep my home comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SaberHeating.com. 
Ladies and gentlemen, remember, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener's special square, check out this flash sale on the Giza Dream Sheets. It won't be around for long. There are also deep discounts on all other MyPillow products, too. Enter promo code TOM, T-O-M, or call 800-516-5146 for these great radio specials. Very pleasant. That's all I know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not so much enthusiasm. Absolutely. Seems like a great guy. It's, Way to go, you guys. Enthused, uh, when we're on the precipice of war, there's a, uh, a <laughs> pandemic, and now a magical Japanese boulder that is said to have contained a demon has mysteriously cracked open, Tom. Where is the joy in that? Yeah, it's split in half. I saw the picture. It's split right in half. How about the parachuting spiders that are as large as your your hand? They're coming in. They're coming in this uh, this spring on the East Coast. Coast. Who who cracked the seventh seal to hell and is releasing all of this on us? I need to know. (laughs) I blame Justin Bieber. Yeah, we could start there. We could blame Justin yeah. Bieber. I, I, I could take that. Yeah, that would work for me. No doubt about it. But um, I tell you, great guest today. I thought Darren was a great guest. Jay, great guest. Uh, you've known how many years have you known Jay? Boy, um, I think actively I've known him about twelve years. He was our uh, sound guy and, and one of the camera guys on uh, Paranormal Challenge, the miniseries oh, okay. that I filmed with uh, Zach. Back in, I think, 2010, 2011. There you have it. So, Alex, yeah. you want to talk in this segment? What's up, you guys? How's it going? <laughs> so, basically, well, when did you get there, Alex? Uh, not long after it started. Oh, okay. So, you were here for most of Jay. Do you, so, because yeah, we heard you kind of smacking your lips there, whatever you smacking were doing. Smacking your lips. Smack, as I do. I just sit here. You do. You go. And Andy types like this. Oh, you seem like a well, he's on the chat. My he's talking to the. I'm in a great mood. Say the chat is sometimes very lively, and you have to it, type. It gets very lively. There's no question about it. So, what else is new? Anything else happened in the world we should know about? Uh, parachuting spiders. Parachuting spiders. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what the hey I'm going to do with my children this summer while I'm here. Finding childcare is. Aren't they old enough to the worst take care part of, of parenthood? I think. Can't you just Velcro them back to back and let them figure it out? Oh, I like it. That'd be nice. Mm -hmm. It's like unbelievably (laughs) impossible to find somebody unless you want a full-time nanny. Which is a little spendy, I bet. Well, I don't need a full-time nanny. No, I just need not. someone while I'm here. I just and it's just Bob impossible. them off on the neighbors. It's horrible. Our neighbors have no interest in watching our children. They want to live mm. their lives. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What is that supposed to mean? They want to be able to enjoy their summer, not watch two children all summer long. What could be more enjoyable than watching summer through the eyes of a child? I. It's a great question. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I it just, should. Yeah. They should cough it up. Otherwise, they're going to come into the studio every week and cause complete mayhem. So uh, let's hope that I find someone. Tie them to a chair. Or that was very cold right there. Somebody just went. There's uh. <laughs> no way. <laughs> they, well, they they're not quiet children. <laughs> they're not quiet children. 
Yeah, I don't know. We'll see if I, hopefully, we'll see. I, well, it's like, well. it's weird how early on you have to plan for summer with children. Like summer camps and stuff, registration for some of them <laughs> was like a month ago. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In February. Mm-hmm. And the ones that packed. I'm signing my kids up for are in next week. I have to sign them up. Well, and it's like you, you have, have to, to be at the computer because registration starts at 7 a.m. You have to be at your computer. Your wish list has to be made. You have to be logged in, ready to hit the button at 7 o'clock in the morning or else they may not make it in. Yep. Yeah. What? It's like crazy. Well, they need to, you know, they need to staff it so they have to start hiring college students that are going to be coming home right now for all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, and that's what I want. So. To find for my child. I just want some college kid that wants some extra cash during the summer, but not work a ton. Yeah. 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 And that's that's got to be tough because nobody wants to work. I can't believe Mm -hmm. that fast food places are closing down at 7 p.m. because they can't get employees. Well, that's like the Jimmy John's by us just this week stayed open Mm -hmm. until past three. They were closing at three for months. It's like what? Mm. You can't find anybody to work in the evenings. It's yeah, no. it's very weird. No, it is a tough road to hoe. There's no doubt about that. People just do well. You can't just hand cash to people and expect them to just forget it someday. It's like, well, can't you just keep the cash coming? Yeah, yeah. I suppose if you can sleep till ten in the morning and have a bunch of cash coming in the mail, why why would you want to work? Exactly. I don't know. I couldn't do it. I could not just sit around on my ass without anything. To, there's no way I could do that. No way. No. Some people, yeah. Some people are. Why'd you, why'd you look at me when you said some people? <laughs> some people. Some people's kids. <laughs> some people. Some people are totally Dave. fine just sitting around doing nothing, and some people are like, I have we to sure earn are. my money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. sure are. Some there's a, there people, you go. Andy. Speaking yeah. of not showing up to your job, Officer Dave's on the phone. <laughs> well, that's a nice that's a comment. Shot. That's a great intro, Andy. I love it. <laughs> nice <laughs> intro for Officer Dave. on patrol. Well, I mean, I guess we're uh, at the same time every day, but, you know, you're on the beat pretty yeah, much every time you, you call in. Pretty much, because it's a dead time of the afternoon. Yep. Not much is going on. So That's true. But, Alex, I got the perfect solution for you. Oh, goody. I can't oh, wait here to we hear go. it. Now we're talking. <laughs> I've got a couple pairs of old handcuffs I can give you, and you just put them in the closet. Great. I like it. Can't get any yeah. trouble that way. <laughs> the, during the podcast, I'm, if you I'm hear a old. faint screeching, it's just the kids. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's just the kids screeching? Yeah, it's the kids. It's fine. Great news. Great I could, news. I couldn't resist that one. Put some strawberries on a plate and it. let them mm-hmm. hang out. Yep. Nice, Bob. Yep. I thought you were going to say, yeah. I got a great idea. You'll have a gigantic cop come over and babysit your kids during the summer. That'll be phenomenal. <laughs> Sage would love that. Sage loves everybody. Next, yeah, so next summer, maybe, but not this summer. All right. I might so, be looking so, for a but, job next summer, so perfect. there you go. I'll take you up on that. When you're suggesting handcuffs to uh, keep the kids quiet in the closet, Officer Dave, how would you have responded to the call in New Jersey where the neighbor called 911 after the neighbor girl showed up on her doorstep in a dog shock collar because she was uh, being punished <laughs> from her parents. Well, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Probably you know. probably would not be a, an officer anymore because dad might have a few lumps on his head. 
<laughs> you think that's the deal right You mean there? from that accidental fall down the stairs, Officer Dave? Yeah. You know, I was just yeah. escorting yeah. him down the steps, and he tripped. I don't know what happened. Very Never sorry. mind that the lobs on his head are the perfect size of my fists. But. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> nice. God. Could you imagine that's that really somebody nice. comes over to play with your kid and they got a shot collar on so the parents can keep control? Oh, That'd be man. kind of interesting. Now I'm Unreal. imagining it right now, to be but, honest. <laughs> I do I do have a funny story because my middle child, when I first got into law enforcement, he was playing with my handcuffs. Put them on and was would not tell me when I got home what he had done that day. He did wouldn't let we my wife's mom watch the kids when they were little. He went the entire day because they couldn't find a handcuff key. Mm. That poor kid was so deathly afraid of what <sighs> I was going to do to him. Oh, boy. Oh. Why is that, Officer Dad? <laughs> Why was he so afraid of you? I don't know. Welcome to the I confessional. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here we are. Good now, have Lord, you guys ever Lord, met in yeah. person? Dave, you ever met Officer Dave in person? Well, I didn't see him when he tased me and handcuffed me, but I, I was told that's who he was. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Memory's a little foggy about that. A little bit 30 foggy. 30-second span. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose that's true. Now, Dave, let me ask you a question. Officer Dave, let me ask you a question. Okay. There's another story today about a guy walks into some, I don't know, fast food joint in Tampa, Florida, He's 77 years old, does not like his food. Like, apparently it's taking too long or whatever, so he starts complaining and bitching. And he goes over, and the manager comes out, who's a young black man, right? And the, the mm-hmm. guy, yep. the 77-year-old's name is Vanell Cook, right? And apparently he called yep. the manager the big ant. And the manager said, say that again. Just say it again. And he said it again, and the guy punched him and killed the 77-year-old. Oh, dear. Now, I've been looking all yep. day long, and I'm not, I'm not talking about anything other than our media in America right now is so horribly disgusting. They do point out the manager was black, but they don't point out what color the perpetrator, the, guy, the dead guy was. Right? The, the victim? Yeah. The victim. They did not I, say what I, his... I heard... What's that? Go ahead. No, I, I, just... I was just going to say, I heard, you, I heard you talking about this this morning. And yeah, I, I think your your theory is correct. So that he's he is also a black man in America, he's, he's or not, was a black man in America today. I'm familiar with this story. Oh, you are. Yep. He's a he was a white guy. He was also a major pedo. So. Oh. Oh, he's a white guy. The guy who called him the big N was a white guy. Yep. Because they never say that yeah, he's white. Like Vonell, you could be confused, but yes. Well, yeah, but Von L. Cook. Yeah. Von L. sounds like a black name, but no, it's a white guy. And, and he was arrested for pedophilia. Uh, many, many counts of it, yes. So the guy is just mentally ill. Is yes, that? absolutely. He's a yeah, very broken person and had a very broken end. Yeah, I just uh, I thought I, I was very, very afraid that, that it was not the situation and they were just covering up so they could have a much more impactful story. You know, they hmm. don't point out anywhere in the story that the man was severely mentally ill. Look, there's no excuse for a white guy calling a black guy the big N. I'm not saying that there is. No. What I'm saying is the guy's nuts. 
So, mm-hmm. I mean, yep. to go off 77 year old, years old and you're going off the deep end like that, there's something wrong, man. It's time to call the police and let them handle it. Well, he was yeah. in prison for like 14 years, but. Oh, he was, then really? They let him out. Jeez, unbelievable. Uh, that now, guy got... on, now, on the normal, when you get to be 77, right? Not that that's okay to speak like that, but it right. also does have to, you have to take into effect the cognitive. Uh, yes. ability oh, yeah, of sure. some of these yeah, people dementia. because, you know, yep. if it's a low-level dementia, that might be one of those things. When it's mm-hmm. somebody that old, I know it's a flaring word. I know it's a hate-filled word. Yeah. But sometimes yep. compassion in the face of, of that might have helped. And maybe by contacting law enforcement or or something would have, well, obviously would have been much better than punching the guy in the face. But, you know, then again, you run into those guys that are complete jackasses who really need a good old-fashioned punch in the face, right? Yeah. Isn't that what Mike Tyson said is that most guys, uh, the problem with their life is that they just, they haven't had a good punch in the face? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> no, that's why we're... There's got to be repercussions for your actions. And uh, if you if you say something, sometimes you need a good ass-kicking just to be reminded, oh, yeah, that's why I shouldn't say that word. <laughs> that's why you shut your mouth, man. Yeah, yeah. just your mouth shut. Was that... Abe Lincoln or Abe Lincoln, uh, Benjamin Franklin. Better to keep your mouth shut and have everyone think you're a fool than to open your mouth and remove all doubt. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> Which is a great line, by the way. That's a great line. Yep. No, I just I, I get very sus- suspicious of the way news is reported. Well, yeah, you we know? all are. Well, yeah. well, it, so I just want to. I hope they didn't make something out of this. That's not. I still don't know that punching a seventy-seven-year-old man, no matter what he said to you, it's only a word. I know it's a horrible word, but is it really worth killing somebody? No, I knew he didn't. He didn't know he was going to kill the man. But a twenty-six-year-old guy punching a seventy-seven-year-old guy. What do you think's going to happen? Yeah. That's, well, you know yeah. I mean? Didn't that happen? What a couple, two or three years ago up here. The. Uh, Minneapolis cop up in Andover someplace. Somebody yeah. punched somebody outside of a bar and yep. hit his head on the curb and died. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. That's exactly. Look, so look, Tom, I'm not I, Tom, to I just texted you a photograph of the victim and the perpetrator, so that uh, if you look on your phone, you should see Von L. We'll see Von L. Cook on there. Yeah, yeah Von and Von L. That's a very uh, southern name. I know. Is it uh, my? Yeah, yeah Von my, yeah. my step grandmother. She had a sister named Von Seal, and there was a guy that worked at the bank that was, I think it might have been Von L. It was some iteration of Von something, mm. but that's a very southern name, and that this was in Florida doesn't uh, doesn't surprise me. No, that's very Well, Tampa's kind of a bizarre area now. Anyway, but, yeah, I'm looking at Von L's picture. If you can't tell that he's nuts just by yeah, looking at him. Looks a little inbred. He really looks like he's looks a killer. So he's well, he does. Hey, now, now coming from Tom arresting bitch face Bernard, you should be careful. Yeah. Man. You can see how, how people can mistake how you look. That's very true. <laughs> Mr. Resting bitch face. I still get that. What are you oh. mad about? What are you talking about? I'm not mad. Shut up. Yep. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm not mad. Shut up. You know, I, I want to ask you about that. I'm actually glad that Doster Dave is on the phone right now. Why is it that everybody is so touchy and so so ready to be hurt? They have their feelings hurt. No matter what happens, uh, I'll give you an example of that. I was talking to a guy from corporate about two weeks ago. You know, you're talking, he's just being really unpleasant and blah, blah, because he's a corporate guy. That's what they do, right? So as a little joke, I lobbed out there, oh, tough guy from 1,200 miles away. He reported that to the company that I threatened him. 
Oh, my God. Do you believe this? <laughs> the guy is in a completely yeah. different state, way far, 1,200 miles away. I was kidding, and he took it personally. Apparently men don't have any problem being weenies anymore. No, they really they don't do matter. That's <laughs> Part of the problem is, yeah, they just run straight to mommy whenever their feelings get hurt. They do. It's like grow a pair for yep, Christ's sake. Very... Oh, you, you ought to try to restrict somebody's actual liberties, Tom. Then listen oh. to him cry and whine and, good Lord, but, I arrested a guy a little while a while back. God dang it, I hit that ding button every time. Um, sorry about that. Um, <laughs> anyway, arrested this guy. He's going to be a big shot, you know, big tough guy. He's going to fight. And he's probably, Andy, I'm not putting you down, but he's a little smaller than Andy. And he's going to take a shot at the title with me, right? So I'm literally holding his left arm over my head and pushing down with my right hand to keep him still. Everybody's like, slow down, he's easy, he's under. He's under. And I'm just holding his arm here. That's all yeah. I'm doing. Put the cuffs on him, let's go. He, he filed a complaint on me after he got out of detox a couple of days later. It was hilarious. <laughs> I just so detox day, a couple days after, later. Jeez. Well, he yeah, he was he was pretty lit up. Yeah, because like he it. couldn't even remember what his phone number was. No. Nice. So have you have you ever so, uh, had to arrest a sovereign citizen? <laughs> I have not. No. I've seen no, videos of sovereign citizens had... arrests. They're pretty annoying. Wait, what is I'm a sure sovereign they are. citizen? Uh, it's, I don't know if it's like a movement or a group or whatever, but they call themselves sovereign citizens. And basically they have interpreted the constitution and the law in a oh, way God. that makes them very difficult to deal with. So for example, you arrest them for speeding. You say, okay, you were driving your car over the speed limit. Uh, here's your ticket. And they say, no, I wasn't driving. I was traveling. Uh, which is different because the law says you have to be driving in order to break, in order to have a moving violation. But I was traveling, so it doesn't count. And, oh, by the way, uh, the name on my driver's license, that is the legal entity representing me. It's not me. So you have to give the ticket to that legal entity, but I, the person, am not responsible for that ticket. Right. Dave Schrader is just my slave name. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> this is the it name is, that, is that the government registered me as, but it doesn't represent the human that is me. So you can't ticket or, a human yeah. because humans have unalienable rights, but it's oh very, yeah. These people will go on for 45 minutes, and it's just like, what the hell are you They're saying? There was a whole Bosch, if anybody watches Bosch, there was a whole season about the sovereign nation people. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, they don't think they yeah, should yeah. pay taxes. They no. think that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, so I'm sovereign. Kinda, I didn't know that. We, I'm we sovereign. Did, Honey, I'm sovereign. We did have, we did have, we did have uh, training videos and whatnot on how to deal with that, but I actually have not had to deal with it in person. So, yeah. Lucky you. A lot of fun. Yeah. But no I just doubt. kind of reach my hand in and break the window and, you know, yep. pull them out. That's what I would do. That's all you can there's do. An, there's another complaint coming. Yep. There another complaint go. on my file. Oh, yeah. I've seen cops. <laughs> uh, the, the people will start rolling up their windows, and the cop just grabs the window by the top and pulls it toward him, which yeah. shatters the window. Yep. Yep. God. Yep. It's safety glass. It won't, it yeah, won't no, it'll it'll shatter you. into really 
really small pieces. It's not like shards. It's like marbles almost. So, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. So there you have easily it. done. Another show in the books. What do you think of that action? I think it's good. <laughs> Nobody else cares, I apparently. Support it. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.